When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Because all quarterbacks can be purdy or not purdy, depending on what you're looking for. Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman, or Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, as well as ESPNU. According to Mel Kuyper Jr., his uh. mock draft came out part of the first draft pod that he hosts. Houston Texans taking Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama, number one. Where's our music, Freddie? Hot sauce? Where's our music? Don't hot don't sauce, we, Freddie! Don't we, have hot, don't we have, like, NFL draft music? You got to talk to Alan Yates Sharpton over there. There, there we go. Is. To ask there you shall is. receive. Or else go ahead and Mel Kuyper Jr.'s mock draft. Colts, C.J. Stroud, quarterback, Ohio State at number two. Bears at number four taking Jalen Carter, the ten, defensive tackle to Georgia. Carolina Panthers taking Will Levis at number five at Kuntucky. And Seattle taking Anthony Richardson, quarterback at Florida, number nine. According to mock draft from Mel Kuyper Jr., he has four quarterbacks going in the top nine. Let's bring in the always t- terrific Mel Kuyper Jr. By the way, the Sports Center special, Mel Kuyper Jr.'s NFL Mock Draft 2.0, 5 p.m. Tuesday on ESPN2. Hit him on Twitter at Mel Kuyper ESPN. Mel, a lot of people believe you. They think four quarterbacks are going to go in the top ten. You got four quarterbacks going in the top nine. Why on that one? Ready, the quarterbacks, I think it's going to be a wild scramble and, a, and a really a fun night uh, the end of April and that Thursday night to see which teams will make those bold moves to go up and get that quarterback that they deem QB1 or QB2, not wait for QB4. And the thing is now, guys, we don't know who QB1 is going to be or QB2. We have pro days coming up. Got to see, is Bryce Young going to be 185, 195, 205? That's going to be really important. Will Levis, when he's 100% pro day be, after being beaten up all year with those injuries, Anthony Richardson, how accurate will he be at his pro day throwing the football? C.J. Stroud, that Georgia game certainly made him an awful lot. Not to say money, but put him in the discussion that Georgia game did to maybe be the first or second pick overall. So it's going to be fun to see when we get to late April how this all shakes down. Mel, thank you so much for saying that because other people that we brought on our show or that I hear talk about it automatically slot in Bryce Young as like the quarterback. Like he's the guy. He has all the pieces. And, and, and I'm sitting there watching C.J. Stroud play for Ryan Day at Ohio State this past season. I'm like, I know that he had a pair of elite receivers last year, and, and that system opens up. But, I mean, he throws the ball exactly where he wants to put the ball. And I actually think after th- this, uh, we go through the combine, people are going to be talking about C.J. Stroud pretty differently, in my opinion. Jay, it's going to be really interesting. You think about with Bryce Young, uh, you know, if he were bigger, it wouldn't be any question. If Will Levis would have stayed healthy all year and played like he did in 2021, he'd be number one. So if things would have fallen into place better there for Will, certainly Bryce Young, you can't do anything about your size. You are what you are. But you're not six feet. You're about five, ten and a half, which we thought he was. So the height's not the big deal, guys. It's the weight. Withstanding punishment, holding up for a long NFL season is what Bryce Young's going to have to show at a weight that we haven't seen before, at a size we've never seen before in terms of a first-round quarterback. Bryce Young's the ultimate outlier. So for me, it's going to be Houston at two. Do they go up to one to get Bryce Young? Does then Indy at four go up to 
two to get the quarterback they deem QB1 or QB2 and C.J. Stroud? And then does Carolina make a move up to get Will Levis? And where does uh, Anthony Richardson fall? And I have him right now at nine with Seattle moving down to get him. So uh, I'll tell you, it's going to be fun to see where an Aaron Rodgers goes. Okay, mm. where does Derek Carr go? We talked about Jimmy G, Baker Mayfield. There's a lot of quarterbacks in the mix outside of the guys who are going to be in the draft. Mo Carper Jr., ESPN NFL draft expert, also host of the first draft pod. Don't forget his mock draft 2.0 special, 5 p.m. Eastern time this Tuesday on ESPN2. Joining Freddie Coleman and Jay Will and Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max on ESPN Radio. What does it say about modern football, Mel, that we can have a conversation about Bryce Young, even with his slight frame and his slight height, and yet he's still going to go in the first round? Freddie, it's different now, and I think that you can protect your quarterbacks, but you can protect them all you want. It's going to be interesting, and Bryce, you want quarterbacks to stay healthy, protect their body, uh, but this is a size. Like I said, guys, we have not seen this before. In the first round, a quarterback that size going as high as you're talking about, number one overall, or a team trading up to get him. I talk to teams in the league. I say, would you take him number one? Some say categorically, no, I couldn't. With his size, I couldn't do it. But there's 32 teams in the league. You're not going to get all 32 to agree on anything, and they certainly can't agree on that. So it's, it's like I say, it's going to be interesting to see when we get to late April and all the information is in, all the numbers are in, pro days, heights, weights, speeds, everything. Uh, I think it's right now uh, wide open. I really do. But I think Bryce Young right now is the consensus guy. We, let's face it. You knew he wasn't going to be the ideal size. You knew that. Right. But you love the way he processes. You love the way he plays the game. If he can stay healthy, you got a great quarterback, but that's the question. Mel, who is the best overall prospect in this draft? It's not a good draft. I, I never, mm. Freddie knows this. We did about mm. a million hours of radio together. Freddie, mm. did I recall a draft, a bad draft in my lifetime? No, no I, I never yeah. did. This is not a good draft. I struggled to get to 85 players. Wow. It just isn't. Wow. But Jalen Carter from Georgia is a dominator. He was a dominator uh, two years ago when they had that talent late in defense. He got healthy after the being injured in September, and he was wreaking havoc again down the stretch for Georgia. I think for the Chicago Bears, if they can pull off two trades and get all those multiple draft picks in return and still get Jalen Carter at four, which fills a key need area for the Chicago Bears, that would work out beautifully for Chicago Bear fans and the Chicago Bears organization. What makes a bad draft in your opinion? Just the rate. What I try to do, Freddie and Jay, is go back to all the other drafts and look at the players at each position in the first, second, third round and look at the grades I gave them and say, okay, here are the guys, and here's how they line up. How do they compare to those guys? And I grade them based on that, and those grades just don't match up. Now, are there some really good tight ends in this draft, some really good corners? Yes, there are. Can you have a really good draft? in 2023. Yes, you can, but it's going to be challenging. And I said this a month ago, if you end up four or five years from now and look back on this draft and you give it an A or a B grade, uh, those scouts should get a raise because they're, they are really, uh, you got to really do your job. You got to figure it out. Uh, you got to pick the right guys and hope that the needs work in with the players because let's face it, you still draft best players available at positions of need, yeah. but you just got to hope it all falls into place for you this year. Mel Kuyper Jr., ESPN Senior NFL Draft Analyst, joining us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Mel, a, a lot of talks about what Ryan Poles and the Chicago Bears would do with that first pick. Obviously, like I'm a fan of Justin Fields. I, I'm curious about where you had Justin Fields rated during the draft, and if he's kind of if you see him being a future franchise quarterback, or do you think the Bears should be in to go a different direction? He was QB two behind Trevor. 
Apparently, the Chicago Bears did not want to have that information. We'll always we'll <laughs> Oh, there he's back. There he we is. got you back. Sorry, we lost you, Melky. Start exactly. over. Exactly. Yeah, he's not back. Yeah, he's not. The Bears got to hold he that intel. Could be two behind Trevor yeah. Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, which... yeah. The Bears did not want you to put it out there. No, they. The, the Bears have cut off my mic. They really they have cut off Mel's mic. When you can have Mel Kiper Jr. go underground and go dark, <laughs> because you don't want people to question your 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 ability to draft or not draft, you know you're doing something. I mean, it, it was interesting still hearing. Names like Baker Mayfield, that just uh-huh. names that you don't really think about as much. You're kind of wondering, like, what happens to certain players? Like, we had the question earlier about, uh, I think it was to Jeff Darlington, about is this the last we've seen of Carson Wentz? You know, you right. have names like Baker Mayfield. You're like, oh, yeah, these names are still somewhat floating around, and they're not as mm-hmm. main options, but they could be if a team doesn't get the right pick or right scenario. Yeah, more than ever before, and – you're spot on with right pick and right scenario because in any other year, there's no way that Kyler Murray is drafted by the Arizona Cardinals. But they brought in Cliff Kingsbury. They wanted somebody that could run that offense, and who better than somebody that could run that offense efficiently when it came to Kyler Murray. And the first three years were terrific. They increased their win percentage and wins each and every year. Then year four, everything goes haywire. He and Cliff Kingsbury don't get along. And now we're going to see what kind of quarterback he can be because what they're bringing in, the offense – is not going to be the kind of fit that he was brought in when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals. It's exactly going to be the case of Bryce Young. Whoever drafts him, that has to be the fit. Or you got to fit around him like the Baltimore Ravens did with Lamar Jackson. Jason, they saw his skill set and they said, okay, what we do here is not going to make that work for him. So what do we do? They flip the entire offense. But see, Freddie, I, I think sometimes this is lost in translation on drafts and it really it bothers me as an athlete. So I got drafted, right, playing – High pick and roll yep. every day of my career in college. Mm-hmm. And I said, like, well, we have this player that it's proven that it can be dominant at one aspect, but we want to fit you into the triangle. Right. Like, well, I know. Well, so I wait remember. a second. Okay, so the system, now you're fitting the player into the system instead of saying, hey, I have this player. Let me build the right system around him, i.e., like you got like Mac Jones, right? Mac Jones doesn't get drafted high. Unless Bill Belichick and that team falls to that 15th spot. They're like, no hey, doubt. we've seen this before. Here's the system that we know a player fits in the system. So system matters. Yeah, and that's why they moved on from Matt Patricia and Joe Judge, those two guys who couldn't call plays. Had to. To bring in Bill O'Brien, which I was saying last year. After this season, Bill Belichick, my first call to that guy because yeah. I've seen that guy can do. By the way, you've seen the relationship that he had in college with Mac Jones. Absolutely. We're seeing a lot of that, not only in college, but also on the field as it yep. relates to Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Think about these relationships that we've seen college players now play together because they have that continuity. No doubt about that. Rick and Cannon wants to win in the NFL draft. You and Keyshawn, J. Will and Max with Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Rick, what you got, my friend? Uh, morning, gentlemen. Love morning. hearing you guys in the morning. Appreciate What's you. Up, Thank so, you. so you know, putting Freddie in there, it's just like substituting you know Hanker and for Willie Mays. Anywhere, <laughs> I, I, I anywhere. appreciate that. Thank you. Appreciate that. So, what I was thinking about Bryce Young is, so if I'm a team, I draft them, and I have a veteran quarterback, and I run that veteran for the year. And I let Bryce Young sit and try to put some muscle and some weight on him. Because even if he doesn't put on much more weight, he gets a year of seasoning, you know, watching, learning. And he's still the same quarterback with all the tools, but he's probably going to be a little bit heavier now, maybe a little bit more durable. And one last thing, uh, Jay Will, about uh, Keyshawn calling you J-Bob. Tell him that name's <laughs> taken because Jim Bob Cooter, he's probably the original <laughs> Jim Bob, so that should get you off the hook. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. The Jim Bob keep it. Jim Bob can keep it right where he is. 
call it a morning. I don't for want Jay Bob away. I don't blame you. Yeah, Jay Bob. Jay Bob. It goes right back to Cheddar Bob for me. It's, it's eight miles. Like, like, I don't want to be Cheddar. It Bob. It sounds you're gonna be like it's, a country singer hanging out with um, Kane Brown and Cowboy Troy right, and those guys. Look at you doing all Kane Brown yeah, and country singer. I okay. love Kane, Kane Brown. Brown. Right, yeah, okay. That's a bad boy right Kane there, Brown. man. Yeah, it's yeah. a bad boy right there. But but to his point about in terms of with the quarterbacks. I don't mind that because it worked for Patrick Mahomes. He sat for a year, learned the offense. Alex Smith was terrific for the Kansas City Chiefs. And then when it's Patrick terrific. Mahomes was ready. What are the terrific options, options in front of Bryce Young if he goes to Houston? Well, if you put it this way, you got Davis Mills. So it's not a bad idea that Rick pointed out because you let him sit for a year. He learns the offense. You bulk him up a little bit because he's going to need to do that in the NFL without taking anything that makes him a terrific quarterback, that mobility, that ability to improvise. Why not? They did it with Steve McNair, the late Steve McNair. He sat for almost two years with that organization, and when he was ready to play, he was an MVP in the National Football League. I think one of the challenges along with that being patient for organizations is that's fine. I think if you have people that are strong enough mentally to stop all the that's a great static. Point. Yep. Because what happens is when you start losing, Davis Mills is not the answer long term. Exactly. There is immediate pressure from the media and the fan base Every time they see Bryce Young on the field, suited up, get him in there, please. Chance, yeah. right? Like, well, what, we should play him. He needs more reps. And and that's when guys like this are apt to be hurt if they don't have the year to put on size and frame. So the mm-hmm. strategy sounds correct. Right. The implementation of the strategy is the challenge. And more than ever before, guys want to play now instead of waiting to not play. And that could be another conversation you're going to have to have to say being patient is not a bad thing. When it comes to the quarterback position, especially if you don't need him exactly. right away. You can always keep weighing in. You can do that at triple eight, say ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. He's Jay Will and Freddie Coleman on Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max. And who said LeBron being in Los Angeles was a failure? Who was this demon? We'll get to that what? next on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out electric e bikes today. The number one selling e bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike.
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Ooh. It is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. J. Will and Freddie Coleman, ESPN Radio, and also ESPN. Before we move on our conversation about who said LeBron being in L.A. has been a failure, a new debut, Alan, Alan Sharpton Yates. Yeah, man, it's my man song right here, Corey Lee. Okay. Fresh out of Norristown, featuring Westside Boogie. Man. A little in town right. boogie in the house. Okay. Oh, Boogie, man, got to put okay. it on for the guys. Called Playboy. I like it. All right. I like it. Uh, I'm in. Keep Playboy. it coming. Playboy, get that joint today, today, today. Have me at hello. I like it. I'm feeling it. As someone who lived in Norristown for about six months, it's good to represent. Man, I, like, I, like I like that. I like the name Corey Lee and Westside Boogie. I yeah, like I that. I love the name, Westside Boogie. I like boogie. the name K Bob way better, though. Oh, of course you do, because it's you. I lo- yeah. J-Bob. J-Bob. Yeah, K-Bob's better. J-Bob. Mm. Did you hear the name of the caller who said K-Bob? No. It was Jimmy Joe Pesci. Jimmy Joe Pesci. Jimmy I like Joe. Jimmy Joe Pesci. So, so he's taking somebody else's name to make it his own, huh? Exactly. And he's trying to attach a name to, to J and K? I mean, Key always does stuff. He's like, yeah, I'm like Jay-Z and you're like Ja Rule. I'm like, wow. nah. nah. Where's Ja? Where's Ja? Somebody does that to me. We're going to have to have hands. Murdering? No. We're going to have to have hands. What's wrong with Ja, though? <laughs> I just compared wanna, to Jay Z, come don't on, be, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. Come on now. I, I, mean, I get it. I get. That's like don't vanilla, do that. that's like trying to connect Vanilla Ice and Eminem. Don't do that. And don't then you got that. the whole what, what's the whole uh, party place he did in the islands? Fire just, festival. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, fire yeah, festival. Yeah, it just, went up in smoke. It just goes right. bad really quickly. Yeah, it does. You know. <laughs> Pass. Supposed to have a part two coming soon. No, I don't want no, part two. This shouldn't have been I a part one. I wasn't involved in part one. Thank you. This shouldn't have been an opener. There's no need to be a closer or a sequel. Yeah, when it goes stuff like that. Okay, yeah. I mean, those cheese sandwiches they had looked pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the food with Pat. With Patrick Costello. It's I mean, all about the food. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, boy. Anyway, it has been a lot of cheesing when it's gone up for the Los Angeles Lakers and LeBron being there. And Harry Douglas, when he joined us, he said that the experiment since LeBron James has gotten there, even with winning a championship, Jay Will, in the bubble, has been a failure when it comes to the fact they have not been consistently healthy, have not been a consistent contender in the Western Conference. The injuries involving him, the latest one involving LeBron James suffering a foot injury on Sunday, could be out for weeks, according to Adrian Wojnarowski, ESPN NBA insider. I don't know if I would use the word failure, but he put it out there and he said it with his chest. Are we going to listen to it? No, I just put it out oh, there. Oh, you just put it out there? I, I just put it out there. I mean, once you say something's a failure, I don't think we need anything else. <laughs> I mean, I, did, did, it, did it meet expectations of what you would consider a LeBron James? No, but I'm not going to call winning a championship in the past four years a failure. I can't, I can't do that. Whether people want to try to knock the bubble – because so many people have played basketball in the bubble during, during a pandemic mm-hmm. when there's social issues and racial issues going on in the country. A lot of people have done that. But those same people want to criticize the bubble. Like, like a champion, everybody's playing conditions were the same. Exactly. Were they different than what they were throughout a regular season? Yes, they were different because they were in the bubble. So playoffs, home and away, all that stuff factors into it. But everybody had the same odds on winning a championship. Mm-hmm. The Lakers found a way to win. I'm not going to call that a failure. Um, what I will call, though, I, I will call it, it's LeBron James still moves the needle, but he he is one of the few players in the history of basketball that I've seen that can individually, like my grammar school coach used to say this, five players, and one player can't be five. Right. And I'm like, you're right. Then with someone LeBron, I'm like, but hold on. That one player has a chance. <laughs> hold up. Wait a minute. He has a chance. And it's some of the teams that LeBron James carried 
through the Eastern Conference, regardless of what, whether you want to call the Eastern Conference down or whatever you want to say during those times, mm-hmm. he carried them to NBA championships. This is no longer the 28, 29, 30-year-old LeBron James. This is the, now the 38-year-old LeBron James who's still putting up astronomical numbers. So the the second part of the equation was the second piece yeah. that you needed. Same way D. Wed said, LeBron James, don't. I'm not passing you the torch. Grab the torch from me. Right. You're still waiting in year five for Anthony Davis to grab the torch away from your uh, from LeBron. I just don't think AD has the the tools mm-hmm. to be that player that it that can impact the game the way LeBron James or the way Giannis would impact the game. It's a different kind of impact meter. Right. Here's to that point what you just said. If people are waiting for that to happen, meaning grabbing that torch from LeBron. If LeBron's waiting for that to happen, he can let that balloon go because it's not going to happen. And that's why I firmly believe a guy like Kyrie Irving has his eyes on Los Angeles to go there, even though they can't pay him the max money in Dallas. The way they can't pay him the max money in Los Angeles, the way they can pay him in Dallas, there's something about that allure. You brought up about a guy who was a Kobe fan his whole life when it comes to Kyrie Irving. He would love nothing better to go there and represent himself in a Kobe-like way with that organization. But I also wonder this. It's better for him to stay in Dallas. We both agree on that. But does he believe that guys want to come there and play with him and Luka in Dallas? Because there's always been the narrative of the Dallas Mavericks. When they had Dirk Nowitzki all those years, he was never able to find that second guy to be that superstar with him. The fact that he won a championship with Dirk and the Dirkettes is a modern miracle. Mm-hmm. And when they beat the Holy Trinity known as the Miami Heat with LeBron, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade, we don't talk enough about that championship with the Dallas Mavericks. But it's always been with that organization having a problem finding that second guy. And does Kyrie Irving want to be that second guy in Dallas or he want to have the chance to say, man, if I go that way, yeah, I'll be in the LeBron orbit. But at a certain point, it's going to be my team because Anthony Davis is not that guy based on what we believe. Well, the thing, if you're Kyrie, and we all know how close Kyrie was to Kobe Bryant, like we all were, right? Um, there is that attraction, that thought of this is where Kobe being Bryant played. Yeah. Like, you know, you think about some of the greatest Lakers in the history of the game. Kobe being Bryant is up there in that upper echelon. That's an infatuation for Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's an infatuation for me. For a lot, and a of, lot players. of different players, right? Yeah, like, you're right. I still post things from Kobe all the time. He was a mentor to me. Um, I try to live my life in some of the daily principles from things I've heard him say to me and the way I saw him live on the court. Right. So, like that—that that is the one. Like that law of attraction. It's very fascinating to me around Kyrie in LA. Mm-hmm. But I will say to you, can you find the right pieces for Kyrie in Dallas? I mean, you just need. You need serviceable pieces if you have Kyrie and Luka on the same team. You don't you need another big-name star. Right. You don't need another big-name star, but you need somebody else. And is that attractive enough? Because they even had troubles attracting those kind of guys the years when Dirk Nowitzki was there. And they were still terrific with the Dallas Mavericks. It shows you the greatness of Dirk Nowitzki. And when Rick Carlisle became the head coach, what they were able to do. They, they had multiple 60-win seasons where he never had that consistent second guy. Well, we have a lot of tests going on. So I, you have a test of the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, and 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 what do these next twenty five games look like mm-hmm. with Luca and Kyrie on the floor at the same time? Yep. Everything, every single play, whether it's the hot pocket situation a couple of weeks ago, whether it's an inbound play by Kyrie in the fourth, right? Everything is going to be criticized and scrutinized down to a T, right? So we'll get a chance to feel what does that look like. It's also the same thing. It's a trial, 
right, for the Mavericks, for Kyrie, and whether that can work. It also feels like it's a trial for the Los Angeles Lakers and Anthony Davis. Absolutely. Right? you got the next two weeks, LeBron's not playing. Realistically, if you're thinking about is AD going to be a signature piece of this team moving forward, you know, you should think with Anthony Davis on your team that you should be fighting for a playoff spot. And if you fall out of playoff contention without LeBron James and AD not putting up the numbers you expect, you have some big questions to ask yourself moving forward. Yeah, we'll talk about those questions regarding Anthony Davis and also use that pressure word that we all hate now that he is the dude with LeBron James being out for weeks, courtesy of that foot injury. That's next on Keyshawn, Jalen, and Max. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. I didn't see the Lakers really contending anyway with a healthy LeBron James. I saw them making a push realistically for the 6 seed. So now you're telling me LeBron James is going to miss several weeks. I see this being the Lakers season. In Everybody's going to shift the focus yeah. to AD, which I get. But are we realistically going to expect Anthony Davis to all of a sudden get the Lakers to a 7th or 8th seed? He's Jay Will. I'm Freddie Coleman and our Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining the show, Graham, on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 and also on ESPNU. We got so many things to groove on with with our man Bart Scott, not just an ESPN NFL analyst, but a terrific radio host, part of Barton Hahn on ESPN New York 98.7 FM. Bart, I'm going to start Anthony Davis, and believe me, Uh-oh. plenty of people have opinions about it. Yeah, He's got to be the dude now, now that LeBron James is out for more than a few weeks with a foot injury. What are your thoughts on Anthony Davis having the spotlight all on him in Los Angeles? I just don't know if he has the ability to carry the team right you understand what they're I believe they're still 13th right now I don't know if he can get over the hump and carry this team knowing that you know I know they have the easiest schedule remaining or one of the easiest schedules remaining right I just think you know losing LeBron James you, you lose more than just his scoring and his productivity you lose his leadership you lose I think uh, a guy that's able to switch off on, on multiple defenders but he's the engine so I think if he can't get back and if he's going to miss several weeks I don't even think they'll be able to maintain the play in you know, when you think about you know who they have to play, those are those can you know those probably would have been winnable games. Those are all L's for me now, right? I think you know people are going to see blood in the water because the scariest team in the in the postseason, I think, would have been the Lakers, especially if they could have got Sacramento um, in the first first um, matchup. They would have had the ability, I believe, to maybe get an opportunity to win a playoff series. Now the season is over. Now you have to think long term. What's what what this team's going to look like going forward? Because I don't know what the contracts are 
after the season about all the moves that they made, but they have to figure some stuff out. And, you know, it's unfortunate, but it's part of the game. When you get older and you're a big guy like LeBron, a foot, that's tough, man. I hope it's not Liz Frank. Yeah. You know, we, we, we don't know if it's plantar fasciitis or his uh, fascia tore, right. which is actually a good thing if it tore instead of just being inflamed. But we don't know what the future is. And with that being said, I don't know what the future of the Lakers season is. So, Bart, I, I had said this last year when Joel and B got hurt. I said, before it's all said and done, we will be talking about what James Harden can't do right. more so than mm-hmm. what we will be talking about what James Harden can do. Sure. Now, we saw James Harden come into his new deal and I'm willing to take less money. He can still get more money on the back end, but you're seeing that gamble, right? And I, I firmly believe it's going to be the same thing about LeBron James being out right now. I mean, this team is, what, 5-9 and nine this year without LeBron James playing on the court. And think about the setup material. This is all classic setup material, Bart. Yeah. So they have the easiest remaining schedule per ESPN analytics out of any team in the NBA, right? They're fighting for their game and a half out of the sixth seed position. Right. So you're sitting there thinking, okay, Anthony Davis, you should be enough. Now, Bart, let me give you the names that are going to be playing with Anthony Davis here, right? <laughs> D'Angelo D- Russell isn't playing, right? So you got guys like Malik Beasley, yeah. Rui Hachimura, Austin Reeves. So the real question comes back to, can Anthony Davis carry that team and get them to the playoffs? And like I said before, man, like it's, 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 it's not a knock on AD. But when I think about LeBron James, he is him. Yep. When I think about Giannis, he is him. When I even think about Jokic, I'm like, Jokic, he is him. I think about AD, I don't see AD being involved in that MVP conversation. Like, he's another yeah. tier because he, I can't rely on him yeah. to carry my team each and every night. To, he can be a, a critical piece to winning yeah. a chip, but he can't carry my team where I the other guys can, Bart. Well, wasn't, this, wasn't it three years ago when LeBron was – rated the number one player in the NBA, and it was Anthony Davis was number two. The year after they won the title, what was that, three years ago? In the bubble, yeah. In the bubble. bubble. Like, how how quickly he's fallen Because the Anthony Davis that we know from New Orleans carried teams. And what I get concerned with— Well, they with, didn't really go to—I mean, they went to the playoffs once, like a couple times— Right, one time they had a deep run, but it wasn't yeah, but like, but, he, but he was an MVP talent. It was yes. a it was a point. Yes, I agree. You know, when he first got there, that we're having a discussion: who's the better player, him or Giannis? You know, and, and since then, how quickly the narrative has changed. We know the talent is there. We just don't know if the durability is there because they're going to need him to put in major minutes. And then what happens if his body breaks down? Then all is lost because then even if LeBron James is even able to come back, what is he coming back to? Because whenever we've asked Anthony Davis to really grind and put the team on his back, his back is broken. Bart Scott, ESPN NFL analyst, also co-host of Barton Hahn on ESPN New York 98.7 FM. Every Joining- time I hear back is broken, I just have to say back me. Go ahead. It's sciatica. I broke my back. It's spinal. I cannot go there. I cannot do it, Bart. I get it, and I'm not going there with you here at Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. Bart, when does the parade start for the New York Knicks now they've won six in a row? Hey, listen, you you know what's coming. Oh you know, they won a playoff game against the Hawks a couple years ago, man. I thought it was Mardi Gras. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen! You just you just gotta embrace. Yeah, listen! You just gotta embrace it. Who knew that Josh Hart would make such a difference? You know, R.J. Barrett takes a little bit off his plate. You know, I really love how quickly he's playing. Like yeah. I didn't I didn't realize, but taking a deep dive and kind of just watching him play, 
he's the spark plug for them. I'm glad that they, they were unwilling to include him in trade talks, you know, because he, I believe, has a real legitimate shot to be the sixth man of the year. Um, now, the expectations have changed, right? And it's all about matchups. And I'm glad that Giannis, you know, was able to come back from the hand injury right. because I felt like if he didn't, maybe that team would have slipped in the consolation prize for the Knicks and all their improvement would have potentially could have been a matchup with, with the Milwaukee Bucks. But I feel like the Knicks get in a series with the Cavaliers or if they, you know, get into a series with the Brooklyn Nets, I think the expectation should be that they should win that series. Julius Randle has really turned the corner as a leader, and I think Jalen Brunson coming has taken a lot out off his plate because he doesn't have to hold the ball all the time. Right. He still spins too damn much. Like, bro, newsflash, when you spin, they're going to W. Stop it. <laughs> Stop spinning. Look at what the hell you're doing, man. But, like, you know, Jalen Brunson's really taken, you know, taken off, but Josh Hart has really been the missing piece that they've needed. Let's see if they can – pay him after the season, probably going to cost about $20 million a year. But this is a nice team void of superstars. I I will say, though, every time I watch the Knicks, especially this year, knowing that, you know, the Celtics are at a cream cream of the top, right? Mm -hmm. You got the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll see what happens with Giannis. He has a hand injury, the knee injury. We'll see what happens there. Philly's obviously going to be there, too. But, like, outside of that, you're looking at it saying, man, the Knicks have made a move for Donovan Mitchell. Him Uh, and Jalen Brunson in the backcourt. Like, I'm not the biggest yeah. believer in R.J. Barrett long-term. I, I don't I think like they his are game, either. But he, he's not the key piece for them. You feel like that was a missed window of an opportunity for the Knicks. Yeah. It hey. definitely was. They're a superstar, right? Because when you look at it, right, the, the, the piece that they were unwilling to give up is R.J. Barrett, which we're starting to have the conversation here in New York. Should Josh Hart start? And you know, bring R.J. Barrett off the bench. If that happens, if that if that's a real legitimate conversation, then why the hell were you unwilling to give him up in right. a trade for a superstar, a guy who put up seventy one? You know, and, and, and Mom's is very charismatic. I love her a lot. That, that's right. Hey, you got to go to get up, my friends. We, we don't want to make you late, Bart. I got I no life, man. I got this good suit in. On you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Beat it. Go to get up, okay? <laughs> Bart Scott, ESPN NFL, and it's also co-host of Bart and Han in New York on ESPN New York ninety eight point seven FM. Joining us here on Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max. He's Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Once again, Kevin Durant had to hear from somebody about him being Kevin Durant. But is Kevin Durant really more right than wrong with his clapping back? For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. 
And the Phoenix Suns are nearing a blockbuster deal to bring in Nets star Kevin Durant. Four unprotected first-round picks, a pick swap, all going back to the Nets for Kevin Durant. This is quite the haul for Brooklyn. If you were going to move Kevin Durant, you got back plenty to start fresh. And this is a team in the desert that certainly is going to have some immediate championship aspirations. Kevin Durant is a Phoenix Sun. It is Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max with a little beatbox from Jay Williams. I'm just really Freddie Coleman on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and also on ESPNU. Before we get to Kevin Durant getting into it, somebody else getting on his last nerve, this from Rob Domofsky, who covers the Green Bay Packers, part of ESPN NFL Nation. He said Packers general manager Brian Gutenkus had a sit-down at the Combine in Indianapolis about 30 minutes ago, and this is what was said from Brian Gutenkus. He said he wants a resolution with Aaron Rodgers, the situation, before free agency starts on March 5th. He also said that the contract of Aaron Rodgers will be restructured if he returns. He also added absolutely he's comfortable if Jordan Love is the starting quarterback, meaning QB1, to start the season. He also went on to say, Jay Will, Aaron Rodgers has not told the Packers of his plans. Gunkus has not spoken with Aaron Rodgers at length since the end of the season. And he said, and I quote, until we have those conversations, I think all options are on the table right now. End quote. That's going to Brian Gutenkus, Packers general manager with Rob Domofsky, ESPN Packers reporter of NFL Nation, put on Twitter about five minutes ago. Can you read that first part again? Did he say that Aaron Rodgers' deal would be restructured? He said Gutenkus not only wants a resolution, but he says Rodgers' contract will be restructured. What does that returns. mean? That means he is that not 50, about to pay him $59 50, million. $59 million guaranteed. Not about to pay him that. Huh. Mm. Yeah. So all of a sudden, that, that's a different that's a different type of boat you're messing with my money now. Right. Until I actually Until see I tell it, you, yeah. I'm I mean, not believing it. I mean, what, re- what really needs to happen is for them, I mean, the fact that they haven't had a conversation, I get that people take time off. Mm-hmm. But um, the, the real question, it always comes back down to, from the organization's perspective, like how much more time are you willing to give a guy who is literally going year by year? Yeah, absolutely. The, the, I like Jordan Love. With Aaron Rodgers, they have a chance to win a championship. Mm-hmm. You saw them get to that point this year with the way this season ended with that run they went on before they had a, a let off with their last game. So for me, I, I think it's worth it on a one-year deal. Um, mm-hmm. and I think it gives you another year to kind of figure out what your Jordan Love situation is. But if it is the, the year, it has to be the last year. Because that's exactly what they're telling Aaron Rodgers right now with that statement. They're like, look, we know you're the Prince of Darkness. We're glad that you've been able to see the light, whatever whatever you went to go do up in Oregon. But we drafted Jordan Love to be the future of this franchise. And if they had their way, the future would be starting now. But to your point, the problem is with Aaron Rodgers, you have more of a chance of winning a championship. Yes. You can't say that about Jordan Love. Even Jordan Love wouldn't say that, no matter how confident that he is. Even the Packers wouldn't say that. But they got to get him on the field because they drafted him in the first round to be the future of this organization. So if you're Aaron Rodgers, you're sitting back, okay, I guess we got to have conversations sooner or later. Mm-hmm. And we had Jeff Darlington on today. He said last year by March 8th is when they came to some kind of conclusion. Uh-huh. Yep. So it, it seems to be fitting the same timeline. Yep. It'll be interesting. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers goes on the Pat McAfee show today because it's Tuesday, which means it's Pat McAfee day, and he hasn't been on since going into the dark. So mm. I wonder if he'll make an appearance and what he has to say about what he heard. Get ready for a whole show tomorrow. That's going to be the A, B, C, D, E, Unless F, AD block. gets hurt. See what a two J A or he, if he has hey, a big yo. game or if he's a big game, both can happen. I, both I'm just can be true. 
How do you every game? How do you not ask that question? Okay, we'll find out. There you we, go. There's no need to ask a question okay. that we know that question is going to be there here. And Keyshawn J. Will and Max J. Williams, Freddie Coleman, and ESPN Radio, as well as ESPNU. Speaking of questions, it seems that why are people always picking on Kevin Durant? According to Kevin Durant, <laughs> the latest person, Charles Barkley, pro and college basketball Hall of Famer. He was on first take yesterday with Stephen A. Smith and Molly Curum, and he says if Kevin Durant can cement his legacy, he's got to win a title this year with Phoenix. If you go back and look at LeBron, who I really admire and respect, he said this. I did not say this. He says, I had to win a championship without Dwayne to get old heads respect. Kobe Bryant said this too. He says, I have to win a championship without Shaq to get these old heads off my back. I I hold Kevin Durant to the same criteria. Mm. I don't care what the media says. I don't care what the fan says. I'm talking about old guys like myself who went through the trenches. Kevin Durant going to have to before. Like, hey, he's all-time great. But when it comes to being mentioned with some of these other guys, he's going to have to win a championship where he's the leader of the team and he's the best player. See, hmm. KD talent wise is in the same conversation with LeBron and Kobe, right? But pedigree wise, and uh, as a recent accolades, he's not like they're not in the same conversation. So I, I, I hear exactly what Charles Barkley is saying, and I don't disagree with it. Okay, um, you know, I, I think even Kevin Durant understands that like he wants to win championships. Sure, um, but it, it it does bring up an interesting point, though. It's like how do how do you look at Shaq? Oh. Is Shaq one of the most dominant players to ever play the game of basketball? There's no doubt about that. Is he that. one of the greatest to ever play? Absolutely. Well, he never, He's won a top one, five he never won one without D. Wade or Kobe. Okay. So? So, like... <laughs> and? And, like, that. so that's a little bit of my point. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I, I get that it always comes back to Golden State. Mm-hmm. But I guess because Shaq did win one with D. Wade, he won right. it with somebody else. So, you're still waiting to see... I guess I'm able to compartmentalize Kevin Durant as a talent because right. he's one of the best talents the game of basketball has ever seen. Exactly. Top 10 greatest talent the game of basketball has ever seen. And has won two championships, has been finals MVP twice. I mean, going to be top 10 all scoring when it's all said and done if he's able to stay healthy. Uh, I'm able to take that away instead of yeah. saying, like, oh, he needs to reach all these other accolades to be proven as one of the greatest. Well, he's responded on Twitter, KD Trey 5. He says, I don't remember Bron saying this. Somebody linked me to the article. Even Charles Barkley, when he got pushed back a little bit, saying, well, you know, you got out of those situations in Phoenix and Philadelphia. He said, but I was traded. I didn't force those kind of trades. They decided to trade me. Kevin Durant is never going to allow people, well, Chelsea, people are never going to allow themselves to get past when he made that move from Oklahoma City to Golden State. And he won two championships. Even if he wins a championship right now with Phoenix. Oh, they're never going to forget that. still not going to allow people to get over there. Right. Because, you know, well, he forced his way out of Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And he got to a team with... CP3 towards it. So at the end of the day, like, what are you chasing if you're Kevin Durant? You can't worry about other people's opinions. Yeah, no doubt about that. You can't. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.